Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, November 3rd, 2023, and this is day 2053 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you above all others. Thank you so much for being our Abba Father. Thank you so much, Lord, for giving us your precious Holy Spirit to to lead and guide our every step and to help us to make good choices uh, according to thy will for our lives. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask my Lord that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, Today's message is transitioning. But before we get to that, let me just give you a quick um, Friday T-Zone update. <laughs> so Sunday, we were able to um, do our T-Zone Sunday. It's actually T-Zone Youth Sunday. And so all the kids in T-Zone and along with the kids at the church were there with their families and uh, our youth, um, T-Zone Youth presented on human trafficking. And it was amazing. We had one of our young ladies give a speech by so... Journer Truth, uh, Ain't I a Woman? She did wonderful. That was Lizzie who did that. And then all of our other kiddos, um, Mr. AJ, one of our youth, he he was the uh, MC, And uh, we had lots of them just boldly, well, actually every one of them because they had made these wonderful um, poster boards uh, with uh, trafficking um, symbols and what it meant uh to um, being aware of what is awareness of human trafficking, educating them on uh, slavery and the facts of it. And, uh, and then there were policies. Uh, they talking about creating public and private policies that support the eradication of slavery. I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> and then there was phase three, rescue, emancipating even individuals from their slavers and physically removing them from enslavement situations. So each group of youth got up and shared on each of these phases and what that looked like. They uh, Phase four is prosecution, legally enforcing criminal and civil laws aimed to prevent slavery. And then phase five is aftercare. And that's one of the areas God has really put on my heart that our organization will help with. That's providing aftercare services to former enslaved individuals so that they can effectively heal and re-enter society. And then phase six. Uh, So I see us doing phases five and six, empowerment, generating real authentic opportunities for survivors so they are no longer vulnerable or a target for enslavement. So the youth really did a great job telling what was, what did human trafficking mean, the definitions and indicators, what to look for. And afterward, uh, the a lot of the, the families, one mother in particular, um, said that it was just outstanding and that she learned so much. So many people talked to us afterward 
uh, because they did not know the signs of it. They did not know um, the behaviors that could take place um, it, within their their individuals, their loved ones, and what to look for. So um, it was impactful, and we're grateful to God for that. And we are open to come to your church or your organization to share as well. Uh, also, tomorrow is our first Saturday. We'll do the first and second Saturday of the month for T-Zone uh, classes. And so we will be uh, doing DIY, teaching them uh, about uh, minor household repairs and giving them their free toolkit. We've been blessed with them. So we're ready to get that going and, and getting them ready for that. So if you're interested in ever sharing your occupation, your career path with our group, please reach out to me on our email, um, tzonekc.org. You can also go there if you're interested in learning more about what we do and becoming a partner, supporting us financially. Uh, go to that website and just hit that donate button. And uh, yeah, you would be amazed at how far whatever that seed is that you plant will go. It is truly a blessing. So we thank you. So let's get to the word. Today's message is transitioning. We're coming out of Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 29. Mark 9, verses 14 through 29. And it says, When they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and the teachers of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. What are you arguing with him with them about? He asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son, who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirits saw Jesus, now look at this. These spirits, they're real. <laughs> let's, let's get that straight. We are in spiritual warfare on a regular daily basis. Ephesians chapter 6 around verse 10 talks about uh, these demons uh, that we are in battle with and they are in the spirit. And so we must fight in the spirit. We can't fight them in the flesh. But these demons recognize Jesus and they recognize him in us as well. So they saw Jesus. It immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. That had to be devastating for that family to see their child go through that. And for the young man, what a rough life. Uh, and it says, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. And that also lets us know how our speech should be. We need to not say, if you can, all things are possible. So we need to have faith and believe it and say, thank you, Lord, for doing this. 
Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that, now, and this is also a transitioning taking place right here. The father transitioned from his unbelief. And this is creating a shift. Um, and, And so verse 25 says, when Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf, you deaf and mute spirit. So it had a name. He called it out by its name or by um, the function, what, what it was that it was on assignment to do. Because they are on assignment uh, by Satan. The evil spirits are actually fallen angels. When Satan was cast out of heaven because of his uh, uh, rebellion against God, a third of the angels followed Satan. So there's so many angels, you, you can't even count them all. I, I, they're numerous based upon what I've read in the Bible. There's no number put on the amount of angels I've not seen. Anyway, um, these angels are now here on earth in the spiritual realm and they have assignments. And this one was a deaf and mute spirit. He said, I command you come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed and violently, convulsed him violently and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet and he stood up. After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, this kind can come out only by prayer. And other manuscripts, it says by prayer and fasting. So they were also transitioning in their beliefs and in their knowledge and understanding and how they need to um, deal with these types of spirit. So being, he says, these kind come out only by through prayer and fasting as God leads you. Point number one, years ago when we were going through some difficult times, my husband and I, uh, we had to file bankruptcy, move from our very large home to a house half the size. In order to, to transition into the smaller home, we had to get rid of some things. Our pride was one of them and self-reliance. We truly learned how to trust in the Lord in every way. As we can see in this amazing scripture that the three disciples came down from the mountain with Jesus. They uh, passed from a reassuring experience. This was um, uh, when Jesus was transfigured uh, on the mountain and uh, Elijah and Moses were there uh, with them. And, And they had just experienced this amazing uh, things seeing Jesus uh, in his glory. Uh, and it says, so they pass from a reassuring experience of God's presence to a frightening experience of evil. The beauty they had just seen must have made the ugliness seem even uglier. We deal with situations similar to this on a daily basis, from everything going magnificently to things going haywire. How do we transition through life's challenges according to God's principles? We must have faith in God 
That is the key. We must trust in God. Just like that father said, help me with my unbelief. Otherwise, we will not be able to endure the things that are coming down the pipeline as we can see it in our world system today. Things are shifting constantly. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 through 9 says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God not by works so that no one can boast. So salvation and faith is a gift. You know, salvation comes through faith. And this is not from ourselves. It is from God. So we must lean on him and trust him. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Just as he did this father who earnestly seeked God to deliver his son from these this demon, or it could have been demons, but they recognized Jesus. And that is who they recognize when you are saved, when Jesus is your Lord, he lives in us. We are the temple of God. We are the church. Remember that the church is not just this physical place that we go. It is us. And it's made up of all believers over all over the world. We are uh, the church. Uh, point number two. In order to effectively transition, we must have faith in God. In order to accomplish everything the Lord has given us to do, we must trust him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. When we do that, our relationship with God is strengthened. We spend time with the Lord through prayer, fellowship with other believers, and etc. Prayer and fasting. God will lead you to fast. Oh yeah, it may not be this corporate fast like some do, especially the first year for their, their church, which is fine. You do Whatever, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. The, the, the fasting is putting to death the flesh, basically. You're, you're starving out that flesh so the spiritual man is stronger. And sometimes that's what it takes. The more we feed the spiritual man, the stronger it is. If we feed the flesh the most, the worldly desires and things of the world, then it's going to be stronger. So it's like this tug of war going on. Paul talks about this like he's in a tug of war, I believe, in the book of Galatians, I believe. And so, yeah, so it's a tug of war and our soul will go whichever direction um, is the strongest. So if that flesh is the strongest, that's the way the soul will go. If the spirit is the strongest, that's the way the soul will go. So our soul is made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions. So whichever is stronger, the spiritual man or the flesh, that is the way our soul will go. When we go to be with the Lord, our soul and our spirit will go into heaven. Uh, those who are saved, this flesh will die. It will go back to the dirt from which it came. God made man, that man, Adam, from the dirt. And then he made woman from the rib of Adam. So prayer is one of the keys that unlocks faith in our lives. Prayer demonstrates our reliance on God as we humbly invite him uh, to fill us with faith and power. 
There is no substitute for prayer, especially in circumstances that seem impossible. All things are possible through God. And listen, uh, Paul said, I now know the secret to being content. And that is whether I'm up high doing exceptionally well or down low doing really rough. I know how to stay in that middle ground. And he said, the secret is that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that is the key. And we only know that through our relationship with the Lord. I had to learn this through and and it actually gotten stronger in transitioning from, you know, having my own business, uh, you know, more than one of them. Uh, They call it a serial entrepreneur (laughs) who's done more than one. And so I would do several different, I've done several different businesses in my lifetime. And um, so uh, for close to 30 years. And then after that, uh, I ended up working for seven years. uh, The last job I had at Uh, and restorative justice. And then the Lord called me (laughs) to do this nonprofit T-Zone. It'll be three years for us in March, which is amazing to me. But but I went from for-profit to nonprofit and not going from getting a regular paycheck to now (laughs) not always knowing (laughs) because it's based upon me raising funds. Uh, raising money, getting donations, and getting support from others. And it has been one of the toughest transitions of my life, I promise. (laughs) But, But being able to see the rewards, being able to see the transitioning taking place in the people God has me to serve, the youth, the even the parents, seeing the transition, seeing the smiles on the faces, seeing those kids that were super shy, that would never talk, that never wanted to get up on the stage and never present, to see them shift and change, to see parents say, oh, my student is doing so much better. Oh, they've come home and talking about what they've learned here in T-Zone is shifting their lives. That is what it's about. And I have to trust God uh, in every area, but you know, I, I feel very comfortable teaching and doing all those things. But the part that is uncomfortable is raising money. What's uncomfortable is not knowing if, if every uh, week or every other week I'll get paid, you know, and I know I will because God will make a way. But it's like when you don't see it, it's like, oh, my gosh, OK, how is this going to happen? How's that going to happen? And God will do it in his own way. So I'm I am. Uh, learning how to just relax and flow in that area. You know, this is a new area for me. I've learned how to trust God in all these other areas of my life. But God is saying, I want you to trust me here as well. The same with Teasel. I mean, the same with MI15. Um, You know, it'll be five years. Actually, we're going into our sixth year. We've done five years. When I first started this, I didn't think I'd make it a week because I didn't know what to talk about every day. (laughs) I did not know. I knew that this was creating a new message every single day. I knew I had did Wednesday night teaching and I had to create a message and I knew how long that would take. But the Holy Spirit gives me what to say and and downloads basically in me. So I had to trust. I have to trust God every single day, every moment as to what to share, because I don't know. He knows what you need. I don't know what you need. I am merely a vessel. 
just as you are being used of God in your areas of gifts, in your areas of calling, anointing, whatever it is that God has called you to do. So I'm here to encourage you today to trust God as you transition in the areas that he is bringing you to, bringing you from and to uh, another area in your life, Uh, maybe a different job. It could be a different relationship. It could be, you know, a new uh, assignment, Uh, whatever that is. Don't talk yourself out of it. Okay, we're good at that. Trust God uh, to bring you through it and to give you what you need to carry out the mission. Now, the first step, though, would be to know Jesus is your Savior and your Lord. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate right there to spend eternity with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. Man. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to continue learning what we're doing. Uh, we're teaching our youth about these life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. We thank you for all of your support and your prayers are so powerful and your donations. Thank you so very much. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.